This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The one thing that I do think from, from having watched Aiden over the past four years and, and being around him on a regular basis is I don't know that there's another guy that would be more ready mentally to approach the NFL. And, and here's why I say that. When... When I would talk to Sean Nua, who was his defensive line coach the last couple of times, uh, the last couple of years in, in Ann Arbor, he would talk about how much film Aiden Hutchinson watches. And it's not just, hey, you could turn the film on and you know take a nap. You could turn the film. It just doesn't mean that it's always that that's always a good thing. But when he is the guy that is scribbling more notes than anybody else, even when he's racking up historic numbers at Michigan in terms of sacks, He's the first guy in. He's taking notes. He's mastering his craft. He's the first guy out at practice. He's doing all the technique things. So when you talk about developing those new moves, um, and it's not just speed to power, it's how do you get to the edge? Can you dip a shoulder? Can you turn the corner? What is the move off the move? Because you and I both know he's not going to run over NFL tackles. I used to love playing against guys that that was their only move because you knew you'd give up a little more ground than against other players, but you would accommodate with your set so that you had enough give. Your quarterback still had plenty of time, and you didn't have to worry about him getting to the edge. You didn't have to worry about him trying to slip inside. What's the move off of the move? Yeah, secondary moves, third move, fourth move. The one thing that I thought separated him from – some of the other guys in the draft was his use of hands and his ability to, and I know that everybody says, well, you know, he's, he measured with short arms, his ability to get his hands on an offensive tackle's chest, the ability to swipe hands, fight hands, to rip, to make sure that that offensive tackle is, if, if Aiden is at a disadvantage of not having those long arms, how does he keep their hands off of them? And the one thing that used to always frustrate me when I would punch a guy and he had the ability to basically, in mid-punch, grab my wrist and redirect my punch over the top of his shoulder pads or to swipe my hand and knock one down. That happens, but it's about replacing them. 
and I think he does has done a better job than most uh, coming out of college with that ability. Yeah, and it's finding a way to turn maybe a weakness into a strength, right? Like you said, obviously, uh, the one... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I don't know, negative people talked about was his arm length, right? So how do you turn that into, into a strength? And he's found a way to do that in college. How do you find a way to now do that at the next level where... You're going to have to do it every time, right? You're yeah. playing against big boys now. So, but one thing, just to kind of wrap up the conversation, don't forget that, you know, numbers can always be skewed, you know, and by that meaning, sack is always the biggest one for defensive linemen, right? How many sacks did he have? Mm-hmm. Um, there's guys that finish every year with maybe five or six sacks. Right, but when you look at the pressure rate, you look at the quarterback hits. How much disruption? Uh, you know, can they, those guys can they are make? in the. You're right. How the, how disruptive are you as a pass rusher? A lot of those guys might finish, hey, maybe thirtieth, fortieth in sacks, but they're in the top three in every other category, right? So if Aiden comes out and has you know five sacks this year, does that mean it's disappointing? No. Look at the other numbers, right? Maybe he's you know fifth in uh, hurry rate, or maybe he's you know third in knockdowns at the quarterback, right? There, there's obviously um, ways to still affect the quarterback without necessarily bringing him to the ground and. On the flip side of that, you might have a guy that has 10, 12, 13 sacks, and you're looking at him saying, what? Yeah. You know? And, and, and going back, I remember watching every week, you know, we would watch the sack tape, right? You'd have your individual matchup, and hey, it's week 10, and, you know, this D tackle on blocking has seven sacks. Holy cow. You know, that's pretty damn good. I mean, that's almost one a game. Uh, let me go watch the sack tape. And you watch it, and you're like, Okay, the first one was on a play action pass and the quarterback held onto the ball. Yep. Okay, kind of, you know, dirty sack. And okay, maybe the second one, oh, RPO and the guy's unblocked off the edge because, you know, we're run blocking. Quarterback pulls, goes to throw it, doesn't throw the ball. Now it's a sack. Okay, that doesn't really count. Didn't beat anybody. Oh, what's the third one? Oh, quarterback scrambled and ran out of bounds for a minus two yard loss, but he's the closest one, so he gets a sack right. on the stat sheet. And you're watching these and you're like, okay, come on. Like <laughs> this guy's got seven sacks, but maybe five or six of them were handed to him. You know? Right. So those numbers can obviously uh be be very skewed. But uh just to hit on your point about Aiden and and obviously you probably know him what be- uh, better than I do, but um this time of year is, you know, obviously slow leading up to training camp. But just reading a couple days ago on uh you know, what Michael Brockers had to say about him and um, kind of hit on your professional approach to the game where Brockers, and listen, you're never going to say anything bad about your teammates in the media, right. but some of the things that he said that caught my eye were, um, you know, when it comes to being a rookie, right? Rookie duties, always making sure the snack tray is filled, always mm-hmm. making sure guys have their sunflower seeds or whatever yeah. they like to chew on during meetings. Donuts on Friday. I morning. mean, it was kind of like I think I can't remember the exact quote, but Brockers basically said, you know, we didn't have to, we didn't even have to tell him. I mean, he came in day one and was like, tell me what you guys need, you know, tell me what you like in your coffee, you know, let's go. <laughs> so coming in with that approach, because you do see some guys. 
you know, that come in a little arrogant. They come yeah. in cocky. Big they come in being, uh, you know, uh, Heisman Trophy finalist, whatever, a little bit, you know, a little bit bloated in their head. And it's a wake-up call when, when you have to go back to being a freshman again. And the fact that uh, it sounds like Aiden was prepared to come in, uh, you know, to be able to handle those responsibilities of at least making sure um, the veterans are going to respect him and he's going to respect the veterans in that room. Um, just kind of hit, hits on your point about the professional approach that he has at such a young age coming in and knowing that, you know, he's not just going to come in and expect everybody to, uh, you know, bow down to him just because he's number one pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still got to go through some some rookie hurdles and, uh, you know, duties and whatnot. And the fact that he came in so willing to do that, yeah. obviously, you know, in the veteran's eyes, uh, gets him gets him off to a very nice start. And with so many, just to tie a bow on it, with so many – you know, games last year where the defense actually did produce. They, you know, they they, they didn't allow more than twenty points. Yet, you know, the offense didn't didn't do, hold up their end of the bargain. There's going to come a time, and who knows if it's against Philly, if it's against Washington, or you know, if it's in the first you know part of the season, where the Lions need a pressure. They need, whether it's a pressure and getting a quarterback off the mark or it's a sack or it's a, a swipe at, a, at an arm that's back and causing a fumble at a key moment. Like, as you mentioned, like you can do it like when a quarterback runs out of bounds. I'm the closest guy to it. All right, I get the sack. But when it matters most, it's third and long and a team is in a, you know, the opponents are in a two-minute drill and they've got to go down to get in field goal range. That's the time where I want to see can Aiden Hutchinson – can he pull out his best move or can he pull that move off of the move and set a guy up so that at that moment he takes advantage of everything that he's prepared for and it all comes together in a moment where hey, you do get that sack, you get that pressure, you throw the timing off so that the opponent can't move down the field, can't get in field goal rage, and it gives – it's basically a game-winning play. Right. That's what I want to see from Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, yeah be a gamer. Be a difference maker, yeah. um, and much like we saw with Panesua last year, I mean he's gonna he's gonna have his hands full week one. I mean you talk about it. You remember last year Panesua going over to left mm-hmm. tackle and blocking Nick Bosa the whole game, and obviously a lot of eyes were on that matchup. You know you get to see uh, what the rookie's made of right off the bat, and with Aiden going to have a chance to. We don't know exactly where he's going to line up. Um, yet, but you get a chance to go against Philadelphia and 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 Lane Johnson, who's been a uh, All Pro guy now for a long time. Um, that's going to be a big boy matchup. So that's yeah. you know that you're you're probably going to have some bumps in that game where you can learn from. Um, but if you have some really successful plays, just like Panay did last year against Bosa, that can go a long way for a young kid's confidence when mm-hmm. you're going against uh, a premier opponent. And if you're able to have some success. Earlier in your career, I think not only validates, okay, you know, boom, I'm ready. Or even if it goes the other way and he has a tough game, saying, okay, I played the best. I know what I got to do now. I know what I got to do to get better. But um, that's going to be a matchup that is obviously going to be very intriguing. And gosh, I don't know. What are we about? Still eight, nine weeks away from week one. Yeah. We're going to have a lot to talk about before then. But he's going to, he's going to get a, uh, he's going to get a chance week one to go against a very formidable, formidable opponent. And, uh, there's obviously going to be a lot of people watching that matchup to see what he can do. Yep. Training camp right around the corner. We'll continue to give you updates on on the roster, what's going on, what's good, what's bad. We're going to both be down at training camp when it starts up. 
Uh, so uh, stay tuned for all your Lions information right here on Necessary Roughness.